everybody. Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. Excited to be with you again with another fun podcast episode. Today, I bring a, uh, a guest. Occasionally, we do this. We bring on guests that have been members of our course uh, for the PE exam and talk about their experience because uh, I like to bring on recent test takers that have passed and just share their wisdom with people. Uh, and today, I bring on James Johnson, and he has been a repeat taker. It took him six times to pass this exam. Life moves fit quickly. Uh, he's married. Uh, he's been married for 10 years, has four children, and uh, was able to finally pass this exam. And so I wanted to bring him on and share his experience with everybody because I know many out there are in the same boat, same situation. And he shares a ton of tips about the mental attitude and the resources he used in order to ace this thing. So, uh, but a little bit about James is that uh, he is licensed now in the state of Indiana. He graduated in Illinois with a bachelor's degree from Southern Illinois University back in 2010 and uh, has been married for uh, a good 10 years, has four children, and really has been employed with the Indiana Department of Transportation for those 10 years, uh, actually over 10 years, uh, in the construction arena in their, in their transportation group. And so he uh, is working a full a full time job. Has been able to sit down and study this. He's also a licensed firefighter as well. So he does a lot of stuff. He's a busy guy. I got him on the show because I wanted him to share his experience with us as a repeat taker and share all those details with us. So without further ado, we'll get to James's uh, experience of passing the P exam. I don't think. Uh, I think all of this is good stuff and you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, you'll have to pardon me for the connection issues we had. I had a little bit of an internet issue going on. And um, also, uh, James got a cramp in his leg during the middle of the episode. So kind of funny, but stuff happens and that's life. So uh, anyway, good times and you're going to really enjoy this episode. It's coming right up. All right. Hey, uh, we've got James with us today. How's it going, James? going it's glad to be here <laughs> i'm glad you're here too we're here together man we're gonna make it through hey i'm excited that you're here um as a recent test taker of the pe exam i wanted to bring you on and talk about your experience but before we jump into that um why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into civil engineering maybe why this was the field you wanted to get into and maybe your story uh there uh in high school, I was taking a drafting class. I thought I wanted to be an architect. So I'm like, okay, this is great. You know, I don't mind drawing building stuff, but I hated curves. Just absolutely hated them. I'm like, why do they want to I make everything square and triangles? So I was talking to my dad and grandpa about it. And my grandfather's like, well, why don't you go into civil engineering? So what the heck's a civil engineer? He's like, well, it's what I did for 30 years. I didn't know what he did. So then he got talking about it. He's like, well, you get to draw straight lines. You don't have to worry about curves. I'm like, perfect. Just absolutely perfect. So that's that's how I ended up going into the field. I've always been strong in mathematics, but terrible speller. But so I just stuck to my strengths, and, and here I am. That's awesome. And so, uh, where do you work now? What did you end up going into? Uh, I graduated in December 2010, so the job market wasn't exactly the best when I came out. Uh, fortunately, the state of Indiana was starting to build Interstate 69. It was a brand new. Virgin Road, nothing had been built in this area yet. So they started an interstate project. And I fortunately was hired in at March of 2011. I've been with Indiana DOT since. Hmm. Okay. And uh, you work on the construction side, if I remember right. And so yes. uh, uh, are you enjoying, are you enjoying that? 
I, I do enjoy my job. Uh, for I've been very fortunate in my time at NDOT. I've been able to do a lot of jobs. I've not been pigeonholing just, oh, you're always on roads doing repaid jobs. I've been yeah. able to do some, this time around, I've been able to do some bridges. I got to work with galvanized steel beams. It's the first job in the state of Indiana to use galvanized steel beams. So that was kind of a, hmm. it was a neat little change of pace. Uh, I've been fortunate to be able to work on some projects that were very unique and first kind of their first in Indiana. So I've been, I've been very blessed in that sense. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I think working out in the field is, uh, is a fun place to be when you're working with crew members and, uh, you know, you're kind of getting your hands dirty and seeing on how these projects actually come together and dealing with the issues with that. So, uh, I think it's a good spot, but anyway, Let's talk about your PE and how that went. So tell us about your exam experience with the PE um, and I guess the road to, to get where you're at. I was a repeat test taker. I failed it five previous times. So on my sixth time, I did pass it. So for the folks out there that are like, man, I can't wait through it. Keep persevering. You will get passed. Uh, the first couple of times I took it, I didn't study. I never knew how to study. I was one of the students in college that I just picked up the test, just took it and and I can get A's and B's on it without any work. Wow. So I had to kind of change that mindset and work through it. I And I stopped kind of worrying about the PE after about four years. I'm like, why am I worried about this? <laughs> I don't really need it for my position. It doesn't really change anything except a little more money. So I kind of just put it on the back burner. My wife and I started having kids. So we're starting this family. And in the last year or so, I started trying to like, well, I kind of want to move up and uh, be promoted. Well, it's like, you can't get promoted without that license. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, okay. So I've got this glass ceiling threshold that I, if I want to do improve, I'm going to have to. And I kind of got turned down for a couple of promotions. Like, it's because you don't have your license. That's That uh, was an automatic, sorry. Mm. So I'm like, okay. So I went back, started studying last spring. I did not sign up for the COVID exam. So I wasn't one of those people that got canceled in the spring. Uh, my father ended up passing from cancer about two months before the fall exam. So I was kind of dealing with that. Mm. Took my, the fifth time I, you could have named a lot of things went wrong for me uh, yeah. going up there. I had a window stuck down. Uh, so I had, it rained all day, the Friday of the exam. So my car was wet, you know, I had a trash bag over. So I was already kind of just not in the right mindset. Um uh, and my wife and I talked about, we're like, so she's like, what do you think you need to do, do differently? Cause I'd got my results and I got a, I got a 50 out of 80, which for, which is, it was good, but it wasn't enough to pass. I knew I was close on some oh, things, yeah. but I just wasn't quite close enough. So I'm like, all right, so what do I need to do differently? And she's like, look, we have to have you pass this exam. There's no other way around this. This has been a burden on you for so long. It's, it's wearing on both of us. So I said, okay. So I sat down and, I tried doing like kind of a study plan. Oh, I'll work these problems every week, you know, a couple weeks work just certain sets of problems and move on. In the fall, I thought, man, that just, just didn't work for me. I forgot some of the things I did early on. So what I did this time was I just started doing a myriad of questions. I just started taking exam after exam after exam and just did it that way. And for whatever reason, it clicked. Uh, hmm. I got into the exam this time around and there was in the morning session and there it was it was geared more towards construction i felt like it was it felt like the questions were leaning towards what i knew and there was a particular question on there that i'd seen on previous exams that man i just couldn't figure out how to do it and I, last fall it was on there and i'm like i've got to figure out how to do this problem i've seen it too many times to be missing this problem if it keeps showing up i've got to pass it so i found a video on youtube how to do it and it's like well this is simple I got to that question on the exam and I'm like, and it was just like a complete, I know how to do this. And it was just like my mindset. It was just like a switch flipped. 
And mm-hmm. I just was able to work right through the exam. And I feel like I got probably 35 or 38 in the morning. And in the afternoon, I probably got a 30 or 32 in the afternoon. So I knew I'd, awesome. when I got done, I knew I'd passed. Like it was no question. As soon as I got done, I'm like, I've passed this exam. I finally have done this. But, you know, until you get the results, you don't know that. But that's that's what my gut was telling me. I know walking out of there, there's people like, how do you think you did? I said, I think I passed. They're like, really? I thought the exam was really hard. I'm like, it was hard. But I said, it was geared towards me. And it it was one of those things. It just, I just had to wait for these results. And then I I got very excited. I scared my coworkers when I cheered and jumped up and down past me. I was, I, I looked like a lunatic, but it's okay. I was, I was pretty happy. Hey, that's okay. You could do that when you're passing these exams. I mean, they're a big deal. So, man, that, that's exciting. I'm, it, that's uh, that's a long journey that you took. It, I, I really like hearing about your your wife and how you know it just got it got to a point where she said it was affecting her too. And yes. I think that's true. Uh, I mean, you you have a spouse or whatnot, and things. Uh, you know, you're, you're not passing this over and over again. It, it starts wearing on the whole family because everyone's making a sacrifice for you to put in so much time to prepare for this thing. So that's good. Uh, good points. So how, I'm just curious, how did you, you know, taking it six times, there's a lot of mental hurdles there. And uh, I have in my inbox emails from other people that have failed multiple times. And uh, they they they're just beat up over it, you know, the mentally, uh, financially, uh, crushing their spirits. So what? How how did you keep going? Uh, how, what was the will? What was the drive to do that? I've been very fortunate. I had a lot of cheerleaders in my corner. Uh, my grandfather still being one of them. Uh, it was one of my dad's last wishes for me to do was to get my, get it passed. He, he had hoped to get to see me and it didn't happen, unfortunately, but hmm. so there was those kind of things, but I had a lot of cheerleaders work. Like there were the smart, today was the first day of the district kind of been opened back up since COVID. So we started having people come in and working at start of our, we're going back to work program. And so there's people there and they were about as excited as I was that I finally passed it. Like there, I've got a lot of congratulation emails from coworkers that had reached out and said, Hey, great job. You know, we know this was really wearing on you, but they'd always kind of been my, in my corner. So having that support and knowing that it's like, okay, I've still got my job. Even if I don't pass this, I still got a job. So mm-hmm. I, at least I've got work to at least keep my mind off of it. Um, but what, you know, it was always, okay. I always try to learn. doesn't matter. Pass it. Like, what did I learn differently? I mean, it, every time I learned something new, um, but really the last two times, I think the fall of 2020 and now the spring of 21 were the biggest kind of learning curves. Like, okay, what works for me and what doesn't? I, and that's for everybody. It's a little different, but I mean, I, to ever out there still wanting to take it, even if it's your first time or your 50th time, I don't, you know, go for it. You can do this. If I'm proof that it can be done, it takes time, but you have to have cheerleaders in the Facebook group. There's a lot of great cheerleaders out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I failed it in the fall, um, there was a gentleman named John Day. He said the seventh time, he said, when you take it and pass it, he said, it just felt like the test was geared towards me. And I totally understand where he's coming from because that's the way I felt this spring was that the, the morning session was geared towards me. If you can crush that, that that really helps because it just sets the tone for you for the rest of the day. It really does. That's great. And the the Facebook group you're referring to is the uh, Civil Engineering Academy one? Yes. Is that what yes. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. 
So we've got a private Facebook group for course members that uh, go check out the Ultimate Civil PE Review course. And uh, as part of that, you get access to our private Facebook community. And that community is awesome. There's a lot of good people in there, a lot of people that have struggled as well, and they're there to help you. And uh, I've tried to really create that as a safe place for people. A lot of people don't want to post that they've repeated the exam, but I've really tried to you know, bring that out. I repeated the exam too. So as the course creator, I'm I'm pretty open about it. And I don't think you're a failure as an engineer if you have to repeat this thing. It's really just kind of learning how they do it. Well, you know, the questions they ask, the look and the fill and how, how, how things are going. I, I had a question for you uh, as you kept preparing for this because you took it multiple times. Were you buying additional resources every time that you took the exam? Were you staying with the same resources? This is a common question that comes up with people that repeat the exam of whether they should just study the same thing over again or whether they should get new problems and find them and, and uh, create kind of a new schedule. Uh, what are your thoughts around that? For me, I actually did some of the problems I'd done before. Uh, I'd had some books, uh, some of the two CE exams you produce for the morning, mm -hmm. the breadth exams. I had some older editions of those, and I bought another edition of that. Same way with the depth. Uh, I had the PPI material that and patent from the fall. But I'd also got it added uh, Goswami. I ordered it from a Shannon. He was on your podcast here a couple months ago from Champagne, and mm -hmm. she uh, she sold it to me. She's like, hey, this really helped me on the <laughs> yeah, exam. I'm Shannon, like, well, she's great. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, okay, I'll try this. And it seemed like the Goswami, I ended up buying the book that was up-to-date materials for it. And kind of with that in the CIRM, the latest edition of the CIRM, and kind of that exam, the exams were harder, in my opinion, than the PE. But, like, I felt it was very geared towards me. I'd done the NCES test. For me, like, two about a month out, I took the NCES exam as a timed exam. You've got four hours through the morning, four hours through the afternoon. And I did well on them. I got, you know, 28, 30 questions, right? I'm like, okay, I need to bring this up. What can I do differently? And it's like, okay, so I studied the little areas that I felt like I need to study harder in it. Uh, but I added material, get the reference material. Don't skimp. I know it's, a, I know it's a cost and I understand it's, it's a lot of money, but don't skimp on the afternoon references. That one question that comes up off that one book, maybe the difference between you passing and failing. Mm -hmm. I, and I totally understand the cost. I get it. I've questioned my same thing, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. So try different things. Something may work better for you. For me, it was read a problem, write the problem, do it, then read it again. Like that's how, that's just how I learned. And that was one of the big things I did. Like when I wrote my exams or questions, I wrote out every question hmm. word for word, then wrote out my solution. It's like, for whatever reason, that, sunk, that works for me. Other that's people great. can, other people, it's a read it out loud write it you know everybody's got their own different learning the best thing you can do is try to learn your learning style like i said i never knew how to study i had to teach myself how to study so that's what i discovered oh i'm a read write it read it person yeah so. well that's awesome you discovered something i guess new uh in this process yeah i i remember you know when i took it as well i i always tell people this now but you have to get back you know into homework mode you know and that's hard to do when you've been out of school for a long time to get back into that mode. But um, that's kind of where your mindset has to go. And I actually found that as I was studying for the exam, 
uh, you know, at, near closer to the exam, I actually, you start, I don't know if you want to say enjoy it, but you start enjoy learning, I think, uh, again. And that, like when things start clicking, it's like, okay, yeah, I got, we can do this. Well, <laughs> so. it, 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 I think to me, my mindset was, okay, I've been pushing the snowball up a hill. But then all of a sudden you get to the top of the hill and it's like, okay, yeah, my snowball's big, but all of a sudden you start getting things and it starts, oh, the snowball's rolling down the hill now. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's clicking. I know exactly what you mean. Cause I hit that mindset about three weeks out before the exam. It's like, I can, I'm going to do this. I can do this. Like, and, and even my boss, man, the kind of, he's like the Monday before the exam, he's like, oh, you ready? I said, yes, I am. I said, I really am. I said, I think I'm going to go pass it. I said, I really believe I'm going to pass it. I said, but I said, I've done all the prep work. You know, I've done over 600 problems, which is a lot. It sounds insane. Yeah. When I got to looking through my notes, it's like, oh, this is insane. How many questions <laughs> I really did. Wow. And it's like, but I really feel like that was the difference was, and there are so many different problems written by so many different people. Right. So, and that, that's to me is the big thing. The NCS test is really good for showing you kind of how it's going to be worded for the exams. But the other exams give you other avenues on how to look up information. Hmm. Um, you, you need to know how to use your references. Like that's, that to me was the other big key is having your references tabbed and knowing where stuff was at in the reference where you don't have to flip to the index. Oh, there's 10 different check things on this. Oh, now I got to look through this. Like, okay, I've got this tab. This is somewhere right in here. I'm going to start right here and I can find it pretty quickly. Um, you hit on something I think was important and uh, I just want to talk about it a little bit, but that was that uh, you mentioned your your mindset and that you you were confident um, when somebody asked you if you're going to take the exam. And I teach people this uh, going through our course, but m like having the right mindset, I feel like is a huge percentage, uh, a huge deal when going into the exam, because if you are a repeat taker, um, you know, the statistics aren't great, you know, they're kind of against you, but if you're going in every exam and you are just bitter and, uh, you're mad about the whole process, uh, your chances of passing are, are pretty much, you're not going to do it. So, no, uh, you're, you're just diminished. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that you brought up that you went in with confidence and that you had that right mi mental mindset. Um, and I think if people do that, 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 that their percentage actually goes up because uh, of their confidence, you know, and you might take a blow if you don't pass, but if you can keep going at it, don't, don't let the test beat you up and, and keep going. So I really like that you brought that up. Um, you also talked about some resources. So the Goswami book and the reference material, typically PPI's book. Um, are there any other resources that you would recommend to people studying for this? And you did the transportation depth exam. Is that right? I did the construction depth exam. Oh, construction. Get all the recommended ones. I will admit both times the fall and spring, I didn't use all the references that were recommended, but all it takes is one question. And if that's the difference between passing and failing, then do it. You've got some expense. I can't argue that. But the difference, if that's what helps you pass, if that's that one question, how bad would you feel if let's say that I got a 55 and I felt like a 56 might have passed, you know, how bad would you feel that, you know, that that was might've been the difference between you passing and failing, yeah. you know, you're going to feel worse over that than spending the few hundred bucks. It's, it'll make up for it once you have your license. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Get your get good resources. You'll need them. 
Um, well, let's dive into this. So you you were a student of one of the Civil Engineering Academy resources, uh, courses that we had. How did that help you on your journey? I was kind of one of those people. I follow along with how to do the questions. And that's what I mainly paid attention to is, okay, how do I do these problems? Then I just sat down and learned how to, okay, where is this in my books? Where is this at in the references? Where can I find this material? And I just started working the problems. And it's like, okay, I've seen all these problems do. Your, uh, your depth kind of seminars you had on YouTube, you know, I would do the question to come out. Okay, here's how to do the question. I'd write down the question. I try to do it myself beforehand, um, before I actually saw the explanation I'm doing. It's like, okay, check my work. Uh, those are the big things that kind of helped me was Andy kind of following along with Andy on some things was different, okay. you know, try, trying to listen to a recording, you know, trying to pick things out. But your brother and you doing your guys's live kind of YouTube live streams were very were beneficial for me. Oh, good. Uh, hey, we try uh, to do stuff that's beneficial for people. But uh, and yeah, and as part of the course, we're trying to do more and more of these live sessions where people can submit questions and then we jump on and solve them for everybody kind of do a live problem solving session. So that, I mean, that's all part of the coursework that we provide now. So uh, I'm glad that those were helpful to you. That's good to know. So um, what are your plans now that you've passed the PE? What's what's the next steps? Well, at NDOT, you get an automatic promotion. You go nice. from a construction engineer four to a three. So you get uh, get a promotion and you get a pay bump. So I ended up with a nine percent raise, which is really nice. Wow. Knowing that, I mean, just says it sure. So, um, so that's kind of automatic. Now I've kind of got avenues where I want to go. There were some, like I said previously, there were some positions I couldn't get into because I didn't have my license. And now that glass ceiling's been broken, and I've leveled the playing field against other applicants. Now it's like, okay, we both have our license now. Now it's, you're going to beat me in an interview instead of just being able to, oh, well, I got their license. Sorry. I know I talked to some people that I that interviewed with and they're like, your interview is really good, but we can't hire you because you don't have your license. Mm. You know, you could be the greatest interview we had and be a great applicant. But if you don't have that, we're sorry. We just can't hire you for that position. That's a requirement. And that was understandable. And that was kind of that other drive. It's like, this stinks. I know I'm missing out on promotions because I don't have a license. So that was kind of that instant, you know, kind of like, okay, now I've got options. Fortunately, dots, there's always options out there. I'm, I'm very blessed with what I do. And there's, you know, if you wait around long enough, things will change and there will be openings. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of folks who are closer to retirement. And I know in the, this post-COVID world, things are going to change again. And there's, mm -hmm. there's been some people leave because of it. So I think you're going to continue seeing things change. Um, uh, it, you just got to keep those opportunities open and be willing to try new things. Don't be set. Well, I'm happy for I'm at. I'm just going to settle. There might be better things out there for you. And there may, it may be worse. Just don't burn bridges when you leave and be, be make the best of any situation you can be in. I think that's great advice. Definitely don't burn bridges. And, uh, and once you get the license, you know, that's the springboard for the rest of your career. I mean, you can, kind of go where you want to. And I love that you said that now you, they have to beat you in the interview because it was automatically disqualifying you from other positions. So, um, yeah, yeah if, I mean, if people are in that same boat and still struggling, uh, you know, I, 
our, our whole website is built to try to help people get through these exams. So definitely check out things at civilengineeringacademy.com um, so we can help you out there. But uh, man, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your journey. It's been fun to hear. If people wanted to reach out to you, uh, what's the best way to do that if they had maybe questions or just wanted to talk to you? Oh, they can message me through Facebook. Uh, if you're on the Civil Engineering Academy site, I'm on there. Um, or you can reach through Messenger on Facebook. Uh, cool. I can give Isaac my email. He can post it. That's fine. You know, send your emails and ask questions. I'm, I'm open to help anyone because I want to see everybody pass. It's, it was, it's, I had a lot of cheerleaders in my corner. And I would love to help cheerlead other folks because I know what it, that was very beneficial knowing that, yeah, I may have failed, but like, Hey, you know, I was getting a lot of advice. Hey, don't, don't quit. You know, you got this, you can do this. And sometimes all it took was just, man, there's, cause there's times I'll say, it's like, Oh, I want to be done. I don't want to study anymore. And it's like, I'd either talk to my wife. She's like, Hey, you know, this is important. You know, you can do this. Don't quit. You know, take a break, take a day, you know, just reset yourself. I think that I talked that so just awesome. having that having that just support was was huge. Well, I think one of the beauties also of our private Facebook community for those that join our course for the PE um, is that you do get people in there that um, that have taken the exam and are coming back to help people uh, that are taking it again. So you should do that too because it'll help other people that are in there. And if you want to join our free Facebook community, we do have a free one. If you just go to ceacommunity.com, uh, that's our free community. And it sounds like we can find you somewhere in one of our communities. So that's yep. really good. All right. Well, is there any last parting wisdom you have for us? I think people are going to love this. They're going to love hearing your experience, uh, the mindset that you had, and just all the general tips you have for uh, taking this exam, even as a repeat taker. So any, anything else? The biggest thing to me is, uh, Jim Valvano had a, whenever he gave a speech to 93 SBs and sometimes seeing, hearing some of those, Hey, hearing some of those quotes, you go, well, that's kind of crazy, but it's like, that, that really is the mindset. Don't give up. Don't ever give up on it. If you truly want to get it, then, then don't stop. You can do this. Don't don't be afraid of failure. Guess what? It took Thomas Edison however many times to invent the light bulb. I mean, it failure is going to happen. It's okay. That's how we learn. If we didn't fail, we wouldn't. We if we were always right, we'd never learn anything. So take it. Take everything as a learning experience and do the best you can. And that's all anybody can ask is just do the best that you can. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you jumping on, sharing your wisdom. I hope everybody's listening to this as a, uh, if you're going to take the PE exam, that you're taking some notes uh, on this episode. Uh, I really do appreciate you jumping on with me, James, and hope you have a, a good day. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Good All luck, right. everybody. Well, I'm getting I was cramp. off. Ow. <laughs> I'm getting a cramp in the lake. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, that's funny. Hey, we'll Ow. try to edit that one out. <laughs> I was going to say, you can edit that. Oh, hang on. I got to walk this off. Ow.